This is reposted. Hello, and welcome to Reposted. In the next few moments, we'll be breaking down a post that we have found to be inspiring, interesting, or otherwise entertaining. Quotes that catch our eye and we feel are worth a deeper look. Thank you for stopping by. All right, we're continuing the poetry series in my garage where we read poems and Andrew waxes poetic about what we just, the beautiful words that come out. I don't think anyone has ever said that I've waxed poetic. Oh, I say that all the time. Okay. Andrew Today, Andrew is waxing poetic in. (laughs) Today, we're looking at a poem from Mary Oliver, as you know, a naturalist who writes poems about nature. One of her most famous poems is Wild Geese. I'm going to read the whole thing because I don't think it's that long. I'll I'll read it fast. Okay. You do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for 100 miles through the desert repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Tell me about despair, yours, and I will tell you about mine. Meanwhile, the world goes on. Meanwhile, the sun and the clear pebbles of the rain are moving across the landscapes, over the prairies and the deep trees, the mountains and the rivers. Meanwhile, the wild geese, high in the clean blue air, are headed home again. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination, calls you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over, announcing your place in the family of things. I feel like this is the antithesis of what you say on this podcast. Which is daily, This to me is the participation trophy. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. To me, that's like what I say and follow your bliss. And to you, I mean, it's like follow what you love versus um, get, get a paycheck to be able to pay for your three kids uh, working two jobs at CVS. Yeah, you know, I don't think that's the whole point of the poem, but I think the beginning of it, that's what I got from it. You know, I, if it's funny you say that about me, because I think um, I have some artistic tendencies and I could see myself wanting to become an artist, mm-hmm. but I definitely have a work ethic. Like, I think I'm a 50 50. Like, when we do Enneagrams and people type things, I kind of come up artistic, but I definitely have like, like, true artistic person. I have one who's a father of two and refuses almost to kind of get a job. Yeah. And the wife has to provide because he's artistic. And I'm always like, hey, man, you decided to have kids and a mortgage and a life. Like, you got to, you don't get to just be the cool artist who doesn't have a job anymore. Right. So, I mean, I don't know what Mary's trying to say. Do you, I mean, do you get the over, overall feeling from this poem that she's like, follow where the world takes you and find your bliss? I mean, because that's kind of how it reads to me. But again, I don't know much about poetry. I, my sense of what she was saying was that. Every once in a while, don't you look up at the sky. Like, I, I've told you I've had this practice during the pandemic where I go outside. I try to when it's sunrise and I go outside. And the thing that I've most noticed about the pandemic is that the birds are going crazy. Maybe I wasn't paying attention before, but when I go outside and just stare at the, the sky, there are so many birds. Like, maybe I wasn't noticing that. Maybe the birds have come out since the pandemic. But you really notice how many birds are out there. Yeah. Did you wake up and smell the roses? I did not make up and smell the roses. I went outside, look at the sky, and I've just noticed there are so many birds. And then oftentimes I'll stare at the birds, and it'll be like the birds flapping his wings, and he's like going somewhere. I'm like, why is that bird in a hurry to? Like, literally, I'm like, where's that bird? Why is he going so fast flapping his wings? Like, where's he going? Yeah, the bird has an appointment. It's got, a, it's got an what interview appointment? at LinkedIn, hopefully to work in the uh, inside sales department. Um, I mean, the beginning of this poem I don't really like, and then it kind of gets later into meanwhile uh, – Wherever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination, basically saying if you're willing 
to be open to it, you can accept or like broaden your horizons. I think like you're saying, maybe you didn't hear the birds before and now you've taken a step back and you can accept it more than before. Okay, so to follow up on that with you, I feel like that happened with this podcast. Like you're an actor, the pandemic happens, tryouts, auditions kind of close up a little bit. You have this idea for a podcast and I feel like you sort of followed it and it's led to this, like almost 160 episodes, our partnership, all this. Yeah, I don't know if that is me like not crawling on my knees. I think maybe, I don't know if I'm 50-50 or not, but yeah, I think it's in a a woo-woo kind of way, like a former (laughs) guest, is that uh, I was willing to listen to the universe. And I think a lot of times people have a plan of what they want to do. It's like, this is what I'm going to do. That door closes and they keep banging their head against that door versus looking left and right and being like, oh, there's only 16 inches of wall. I can walk around the door versus like going in a straight line. So my kind of approach to the entertainment industry has been... Like, be like water, follow the path of least resistance. Okay, so let's get back to the universe thing, though. I feel like you did that. Like, you were an engineer, and you were working, and you were getting a lot of acting jobs, and you're like, maybe the universe is telling me I should do this full-time, and you went to L.A. to pursue it. You don't think that's what you did? Um, I mean, maybe it was. It was a little bit more pragmatic than that. It was more uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck inspired me. I had to go, I had to go see about a girl. Like, I didn't want in Goodwill Hunting... I didn't want to not pursue acting and wonder what could have been. Like, I'd rather go and fail hmm. and know what happened than continue on the path that I knew pretty much within a two degrees how I would end up and regret what could have been. Have you ever then sort of said, like, hey, what is the universe trying to tell me right now and then did that? Is that like a practice? It's not a practice. It's. Um, but have you ever done it? I have done it. I've done it, and I think sometimes when I've... <laughs> One time I was in Lake Tahoe and I entered in a blackjack tournament, which I didn't even know existed. I I won like $500 and I was driving home and I was like, I am going to do something irresponsible. This is money. I wasn't expecting. I can go buy a PlayStation or whatever. I'm going to buy something I would never buy. I went to sleep and the next morning I was like, I'm going to put it in savings and I transferred it. And so like I try to listen to like this impulse. But I, I got so much more comfort out of uh, keeping the money than, I don't know if that is really listening yeah. to the universe, but it's like, I try to, but sometimes pragmatic views prevail. Um, I mean, I, I know that sounds like really kooky, like trying to listen to the universe. I think the biggest hurdle of listening to the universe is getting over saying that you listen to the universe. Like you can <laughs> phrase it another way, but like I even roll my eyes when I say that I listened to the universe. I mean, you can package it in different ways but i think at the end of the day that's basically what it is I, I, once again that does sound hoo-hoo but i feel like famous people like steve jobs sat long enough to go like oh we need to combine the mp3 and the phone right there's all sorts of these ideas where if you sit still enough the idea comes and the universe speaks to you i think um i will say this i've been i heard this podcast and there was a guy who was talking about how he much he loves surfing yeah like he likes he likes surfing so much that he likes driving there, likes getting on the wetsuit, likes walking on the sand, likes going in the ocean, like like oh that's all the part I hate about going in the water is like getting sand on your feet, putting on a wetsuit, the cold water bottle, it's all the stuff I hate. But this person loves every part of it. So I've been th- ever since I heard this, I was like, what is the universe trying to tell me of something that I love that much that I want to do it all the time? Yeah. So I'm waiting on a sign that it should be rollerblading. 
I'm really hoping the universe is telling me to become a roller blaster. <laughs> I don't think it's you passively no, no. wait. No, but here it is. I really mean this. I told my wife, if in a month someone randomly hands me a pair of rollerblades, that'll be the universe telling me that I should be a rollerblader. What if you put it in your Amazon card and two days, gonna, from, two days from now no, you still want it? I'm not going to put it in my Amazon card. I'm saying, I live in San Francisco, I'm saying some dude's going to be like, hey man, these don't fit me anymore. You want oh, them? And I'm going to be like, the universe is telling me to be a rollerblader. Yeah. Yeah. And then when my wife says, like, you, you start wearing short shorts. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you want to join our roller hockey league, please reach out. You can find us at Repost the Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I'm Andrew Keller for Wayne Gretzky Center. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs>